Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Law Chats with John and Amy. I'm John Yulian. And I'm Amy Poliafico. This week's question is, what is divorce mediation? Most people are pretty um, familiar with the traditional divorce. Both parties have an attorney who represents them. They go to court. They get the judge's um, input, and that helps them ultimately reach um, an agreement with their attorney um, looking out for their best interests. But a mediation, on the other hand, instead of both parties hiring um, their own attorney, they jointly hire a mediator. They work together to draft a divorce agreement. And so um, at the end, they ultimately come away with an agreement, which they bring to court together, where they file a joint petition for divorce. And the only time a judge is involved is when they are approving their divorce. So I'm going to talk about the mediation process Um, for mediation. I need to just remind everybody, mediation is voluntary. So I need both um, both of the parties to be agreeable to go to mediation, use, in this situation, myself as a mediator. Um, all the mediators in Massachusetts who do divorce mediation should have had special training to be able to do this. And the parties, as I say, um, are coming voluntarily. Someone can come to the initial meeting come to two sessions and decide they don't want to come anymore for whatever reason, that's perfectly fine. Nobody is forced or coerced um, to have to attend divorce mediation. So that's critical to remember. Uh, Divorce mediation only works if both parties are agreeable to proceed with the mediation. The sessions usually run about an hour and a half. That's um, typically how we do it. Other mediators could do it differently. Um, the sessions can be longer, can be shorter, depending on the circumstances. The sessions typically are every couple of weeks, every two weeks. Once again, it's flexible. It can be more frequently, less frequently. The two parties are really running the mediation process because uh, they're the ones who are doing this and, and really um, controlling it. My role as a mediator is to act more as a facilitator, helping the parties address the legal issues that I know need to be covered uh, in a divorce agreement and to help them hopefully get to a resolution. Um, If that happens and um, uh, the the vast, vast majority of times it it does get resolved. Um, It's very beneficial for the people because they have reached a divorce agreement Um, They're not having a third-party judge or someone who's not familiar with them or their children uh, make a determination for them. So I think that part is very beneficial along with being cost-effective. Yeah, mediation has really grown in popularity in the last 10 years, and it's because it has some huge advantages. Um, It's drastically cheaper than a traditional divorce because you're hiring one mediator, the whole process. um, It just has that one professional as opposed to two attorneys. Um, You're not going through a lot of the discovery process um, or the court hearings, which are what typically increase a a traditional divorce's costs. Um, The other benefit is the time. A traditional divorce from filing a complaint to your final hearing can be a year to two years typically. And in a divorce mediation from your first session till your um, going, your filing your complaint with a completed signed divorce agreement is you know, a month to two months. Um, so it's much quicker. And the only um, other thing I just want to point out is if they, either of the parties wants to go to an attorney, to have an attorney review the divorce agreement, for example, um, either party can do that. But um, as you pointed out, it's just a much more cost-effective and, and a quicker process um, uh, if people go that way. 
I do want to point out there are uh, potential roadblocks to divorce mediation because based on what we described, you would think everybody would be like, oh, well, why don't I just do divorce mediation as opposed to doing divorce through the traditional process. And the potential roadblocks are situations that don't um, uh, make them conducive for divorce mediation. And that can be a situation where someone is not willing to be transparent with their finances and, and complete a financial statement and uh, be forthcoming with their finances. Um, that'll be a problem if someone goes about it in the traditional divorce process, but um, it clearly is, is not going to be conducive to divorce mediation. Um, I think that's a good place to end for today. Yeah, thanks for joining Law Chats with John and Amy. We look forward to chatting with you again next week. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email us at info at yulianlaw.com. Remember that Law Chats with John and Amy is intended as a general reference and considered general advertising, and listeners should check for changes to any applicable laws and consult with an attorney on any legal issue. The information provided does not constitute legal advice and any thoughts or commentary by the podcasting lawyers is provided as a service to the community and does not constitute solicitation of legal advice. The lawyers in the law firm of Julian Associates PC make no warranties and disclaim all liabilities for damages resulting from its use. Nothing provided in the podcast should be considered a substitute for advice from counsel. No attorney-client relationship is formed by listening or participating in this podcast, and in the event that the podcast receives emails about the subject matter, no attorney-client relationship is created via the email communication.